Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes, and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show. Fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the ninth day of dead ball, a Snavely gave to me the most goals conceded in the Premier League. It's a giving season, Adam. <laughs> I I mean it is. Yeah. I don't know if this is the I don't Tis know. Tis the season. I don't Adam. know if they gave it with a willing spirit, you know? I don't know. There's uh two ways to look at everything. I, I guess so. It just kind of begs the question, are are they on the the nice list because they they ship so many goals to other people, or were they on the naughty list for all the bad words that they said when they were shipping goals? Because mm. I imagine that probably happened. I'm sure they're on the naughty list by their fans, but on the nice list by their opponents. Sure, that makes sense. And if you're interested in finding out more about if they're on the naughty or nice list, I don't even know who we're talking about at this point. But you can stick around until after this commercial break. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast brought to you by Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
Welcome back to the 12 Days of Dead Ball. Coming I, in hot. I peaked the mic. You I don't did. care. I'm excited. You know what else I'm excited about? What? The fact that this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online and Indeed, and it's a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Man, that is something to be excited about. Something to be fired up about. I'm fired up this week. You know why? Because the Buffalo Bills just dropped like 40 points on the Denver Broncos. Manchester United just beat Leeds 6-2. to two. I mean, this is the greatest week for Drew Snavely. It's a very, very great sports week for you. Yeah, I haven't felt this in a very long time where my two favorite teams have annihilated the competition. Really? Yeah. It really, was, really annihilated. It, it's been great. Well, uh, when we say we, we are your favorite podcast hosts, the Snavely Brothers, myself, Adam Wicker Snavely, and my real-life brother, Drew Snavely, who has already introduced himself and his fandom of both the Buffalo Bills and Manchester United Football Club. Hey, I don't want to jinx it or anything, but Manchester United are in third. <laughs> They have a game in hand. And Wolves if, at the wheel! <laughs> if that game in hand is Burnley. So if we get a win versus Burnley, we're only like two or three points off of Liverpool for first. Ayo. So, I mean, hey, who would have thought we'd be here at this point? It's the Paul Rudd meme. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. <laughs> really not me. Definitely not. You are so Western New York right now, though. Oh, you yeah. You got the Bills hat. Side note, we both wore our Carhartt Bills hats without telling each other. So now we're just here staring at an almost identical hat that both of us are wearing. The These next four episodes are actually brought to you by the Dead Bills Brothers. Dead Bills Brothers. Instead of the Dead Ball Brothers. Who are AFC East champions. We are uh, very on brand tonight. We <laughs> think for, for Western New York. I'm we, wearing my Alfred State hoodie. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, wow. <laughs> That is a shouts out to Matt Brody. Yeah, that that's that's the real Western New York yeah. uh, deep cut. <laughs> it really is. I love Al- Alfred. The town of Alfred is hilarious to me. That they have it's such a tiny in the middle of nowhere town, but they have two colleges. Yeah, and they're just right across the road from each other. Yeah, like literally, there's a street, and on one side there's Alfred State, on the other side there's Alfred University. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. But you know what else doesn't make any sense to me? What? Arsenal in 15th place. Why doesn't that make sense to you? I don't know. Not really. I just want to talk you about s- it because it's funny. You saw the passing pattern. I did. I saw the passing charts. It wasn't good. They don't know what they're doing. They don't. <laughs> Mikel Arteta's throwing numbers around. Gosh. Doesn't dude. know what he's talking about. Okay, did that quote the- didn't even make any I sense. I know. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Uh, 9% chance against Burnley. I'm like, what does this mean? Like... <laughs> What is this just the percentage of times that you have won or lost against them in Arsenal's history? I didn't listen to the to the qu- quote. I just read the quote and I'm like maybe something was lost in translation there. But or just context? It just did not make any sense to me at all. I don't I I don't Maybe know. there's a Gunners fan out there that can uh, steer us on the right track. Yeah. But there's one thing we can say for certain and that is things are looking pretty bleak for Arsenal. Some might say they're in the bleak midwinter. The bleak midwinter. It's <laughs> a great gosh. little Christmas carol hymn <laughs> thing. And depending on who you are, Peaky Blinders reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Love Pe- Love me some Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Well, Drew, much like Arsenal, you have a story about shipping goals. Yes. Oh, yes. I really do. And it's a lot of goals that were shipped. Okay. So... 
I was kind of thinking of Christmas stories, you know. Okay. And I was like, man, like Christmas is a season of giving. It, ultimately, Christmas is a season of giving. Uh, I mean, and, and it's not just Christmas either. I mean, there are a lot of different holidays yeah. that um, are based around giving. Yeah, gift giving is a traditional for a lot of winter holidays. Exactly. We celebrate Christmas, but we realize that not everybody else celebrates Christmas. And that's totally cool. Good job. <laughs> maybe maybe don't say totally like that. <laughs> yeah. Made it sound less sincere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I did that, but I just did. <laughs> anyways. But anyways, so in the season of giving, yes. I was like, man, I wonder which team holds the record for most goals given (laughs) up in a premier league season okay and so that's kind of where my train of thought was for this particular story and um it's kind of a not really a sad story or a depressing story it's just like i don't know it It just is what it it just is what it is you know so team that gave up a lot of goals yeah yeah, that's what it, that's that's what it comes down to, baby. <laughs> it is. It is. So, there's a town in the southwest of England by the name of Swindon. Ooh, I've heard of Swindon. Only a couple hours away from London. Sure. Not too far away from the west coast of England. Um, kind of squarely in the middle of um. Oh, what's the county? I wrote it down in here somewhere. Oh, you. An idiot. You absolute numbskull. Why didn't you... I'm just kidding. Oh, it's Wiltshire. 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 Any, anytime you see Shire, it's just sure. Well, maybe I'm just used to Lord of the Rings or maybe The so. Hobbit oh. or something like that. I don't know. So, like every single city, town, or village in England, or maybe even truck stop, there is a soccer team <laughs> that represents that location. At least one. Man, if only the U.S. was like that, we could have the Canona Smokies. Oh, man, if only. <laughs> so, Swindon has Swindon Town FC. Yes. Their most successful club. I, I am aware of Swindon Town's existence. And they call vaguely. it a large town. It's considered a large town, but there are like over 200,000 people that live there. So in the States, that would definitely be considered a city. Yeah. That's the thing about England's metro areas. Are they're, they're just so massive. Yeah. Like, London is like a state yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. But then again, all of England is like a big state in the U.S. So it's kind of a weird sizing thing that occurs. It's a, it's a very dense, densely populated country compared yes. to a lot large parts of the U.S. Yes, yes, yes. So, Swindon Town FC was founded all the way back in 1879. So they've been around forever. Yes. Like, essentially since... The, the founding of the Football League in England. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't one of the, the founding members of the league, um, but they've been around well before yeah. its inception. Almost um, 10 years. They were, though, a founding member of the third tier of the English Football <laughs> League, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. So, yeah, I didn't really ever think about it, I guess. What but prestige. When they made... The football league in England, it was just one league. Yeah. And then each league under that had its own, has its own founding members, its own founding history. 
Yeah. Well, I wonder if they started out as like, we're going to set a league that's like the whole idea is to be under the football league. Or if they were just all creating their own leagues. Yeah. like and eventually they, were... they all merged and they made their own tiers. Yeah, there was like a southern league that they were in until they joined the third division. Yeah. Um, so this was back in 1920 when they founded the third tier of the English Football League. So, what do you go, Swindon Town? Swindon Town. So, since the beginning, they've always been a very small club. Yes. I mean, if you're a founding member of the third tier of the English football team, chances are your aspirations aren't the highest in the world. I mean, let me put it to you this way there are no clubs that are big clubs that have town in the name, (laughs) there just aren't. There's like there's there's some there's some clubs that have had town in the name that have gotten to the Premier League. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but they're not like born like no Bournemouth wasn't a town. Huddersfield, Huddersfield was like Swindon Town. Swindon Town, Huddersfield Town, like the you just know from the name like oh yeah this is a tiny ass club. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, and it's cool. They they've never yeah tried to be anything else. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. I'm with I'm just it. saying they're small. It's uh maybe even the epitome of the English game. It's just like a small community coming together, playing oh, soccer. Local club, mate. <laughs> club, mate. Oh, uh, gosh. So, Swindon Town actually got promoted to the Premier League in 1990. Okay. Which I was Town. 70 years after they created the third tier. Yeah, way to go. Um, after winning the second division playoff. They were only there for 10 days, though. In the Premier League. <laughs> okay. And then the FA decided to send them down to the third division due to financial irregularities um, and breaching league rules. Yeah, okay. So there's like some weird money shifting going on around, weird payments to players, uh-huh. um, and everything about it was very like tax avoidant. That makes sense. And so they're like, we know that you just won promotion to the Premier League for the first time in your league in, in your in your team history. But screw you. But screw you. You're actually going down to the third division. But if you're Swindon Town, that is actually, you have the perfect, like, gambit because you helped found the third division and you're, like, known as a, as a small team. Yeah. So anytime that you, you do really well, it's always a great story. Yeah. Like, oh, look how well Swindon Town is doing. And then whenever you get sent down, you're just going back to your roots. Yeah, it's You're just true. staying true to yourself. That's a very good point. They actually held the record for most points scored in a in a football league in England. Yes. Um, in a season. In a season with 102 for a little while. Ooh. Somebody came around in 2000. I, I want to say it was Derby, like Ooh, in, the old Derby County. Yeah, in the early 2000s, came by and they scored like 107 points in a season Jeez. or something like that. But Swindon Town did it in the third tier, scored 102 points. It's a little side trivia for yeah. you. Another piece of trivia is which team has spent the least, or which team had the shortest stint in the first division. And it's not And it's Swindon Town. Because oh, they, Swindon well, they, they spent 10 days okay, sure. in the Premier League. It's the like, way you set that up made it sound like there was somebody who got booted even quicker. No, no, there wasn't. <laughs> I was just saying, like, sure. There, that's a record. So yeah, if you want to wow your friends, your soccer with your soccer knowledge, just ask them who has the record for the shortest amount of time in the English first division. <laughs> it's Swindon Town, the ten days. 
Oh man, Sunderland actually got promoted in their place, which I thought was kind of funny. It's like <laughs> Sunderland. They're terrible now because they're funny. They're so it's bad. It's funny because they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're a Sunderland fan, you should feel bad. Yes. So 1990. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> so 1990, they get sent down to the third division. Yes. They get promoted to the second division the next season, which makes sense. Yeah. Because they had a team that was good enough to make it into the Premier League. Um, they just missed out on making it to the first division the following season, but the season after that, in 1992-1993, um, Swindon beat out Leicester in the playoffs that finally got the Premier League berth that wasn't immediately stripped away. Yes, they paid all their taxes. <laughs> they paid all their taxes. <laughs> Way to go, Swindon down. Maybe they shouldn't have been so excited because... <laughs> oh, no. They were about to set a record that now seems pretty impossible to beat. Okay. And it's a record that you don't want to have. Well, yes. Which I've kind of already established. You just spilled those beans, (laughs) my friend. So, in the 1993-1994 Premier League season, Swindon Town set the record for most goals scored against, giving up 100 goals to the opposition. Talk about... That's... Oh, there's only there's only talk about charity. Teams. Talk about giving. There's that's thirty eight games. Well, okay, so that's nearly three. There's goals a, a there's game. a caveat here. Okay, and that is, there were at the time twenty two teams, okay. and so they played right. forty two games. Yes. Okay. And so that makes it slightly better. It makes it slightly better, but it's, but still, it's still more than two goals a game. <laughs> yes, yes. It's almost 2.5 goals a game. <laughs> so it, it's pretty terrible. Quick maths. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. So player manager Glenn Hoddle got the team to the Premier League in true Eddie Howe-like fashion before jumping sh- ship to Chelsea. So Glenn Hoddle was with the club. He managed them for a couple seasons. He was player manager. Nice. Um, so he's Love like with them for a while. Manager. He brought him up. He's like, all right, we're like finally in Premier League. And then Chelsea came knocking. And he's like, uh, I got to th- pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going with those guys. I think I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So That's what Eddie Howe did too, actually. Nobody likes to talk about that. Yes. But Eddie Howe jumped ship on Bournemouth after he got them to like the second division. Yes. Or he got them, or it was like either the third or second division. And then he went to like a bigger championship side. And he didn't do very well, and then he went right back to right, Bournemouth. Right back to Bournemouth. And then and he got him to the Premier League. Man, what a love affair that was. What a run that was. I'm interested to see where Eddie Howe lands. This is completely unrelated to the story, obviously. Me too. Mostly because his Bournemouth teams are so chaotic. Yeah. They were like very, very attack-heavy, but still also gave up a ton of goals. Yeah. Not unlike Swindon Town. And it felt like the Premier League just kind of ground Eddie Howe down. Because it felt like Bournemouth progressively got like a little bit more and more defensive as things went on, but they still didn't stop giving up a ton of goals. You're true. That is, is very true. We'll see. I'm sure it'll happen soon. It'll Eventually. Happen. We'll see. So, the assistant for Swindon Town, John Gorman, took over the head position. Turns out he didn't have the same magic that Hoddle did. Oof. Because Swindon were... Literally last place after the third game of the season, losing to Liverpool 5 0. Yeah. Not great. That'll do it. And this was after they had lost the two other teams they would 
become releg they would be oh, relegated no. with <laughs> oh, no. Sheffield United and Oldham Athletic. Oh, Oldham Athletic. Yeah. So they start the first two games, arguably the easiest two games of the season. And they lost. And they lost both of them, and then they followed that up with a five 0 loss to Liverpool. Not great. A strong start, lads. <laughs> Let's see where it goes from here. <laughs> They never left that position of last place after that Liverpool game, which is very sad. It took 16 games before Swindon Town managed their first win, and that was against QPR, Queen's Park Raisins. Yeah, Raisins. <laughs> that's, that's what they are. That's what uh, Louis Van Hall said. Wait, it, is, he, is he what he said? I don't he, remember that. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, I mean, Louis Van Hall wasn't around for forever at Manchester United. He was actually not along around for very long at all yes. but in the short time he was there he gave two really good quotes he called queens park rangers queens park raisins mm-hmm. and and he said what is this world twisted i do remember what is this world twisted and and he also talked about uh players being horny for yes. the, for the goals or something horny for goals or something along that's that's lines. i think that's the most lasting contribution <laughs> Because I feel like everybody says that now, <laughs> like, unironically. Like, oh, you got to be more horny for the goal. Oh, gosh. So, Swindon Town actually got their second win on December 18th, beating wow. Southampton 2-1. to one. So, hey, Christmas time, December. Got it from the Saints. Got it from the Saints. Their Boxing Day fixture didn't go as well as the Saints game. Sure. Losing 4-0 to Arsenal. Yeah, definitely. Which, I mean... I guess that happens. Arsenal at the time, pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, pretty decent for sure. Liverpool, pretty decent. Yes. Uh, I mean, at this point, you're they're definitely part of the big four. Yeah. What year? What year is this again? Ninety three, ninety four season. Ninety three, ninety four. I wouldn't say there was a big four established yet. I think the big four was really like early two thousands. Yeah, probably, probably. You're probably late nineties, right. early two thousands. Manchester United wins the season. Yes. This is this is like kind of the beginning of Manchester United. Blackburn dominance. finishes second. Yeah, Blackburn is still really good. Yeah. Liverpool pe- teams like Liverpool and Chelsea and Arsenal are all there. Yes. I don't know if they're like great teams or considered some of the best teams yet, but they're all there. They're all there. They're all there. And they all have a lot of history yes. in yeah, yeah, yeah. in the first division. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Swindon Town got their best result of the season though, defeating Spurs 2 to 1 on January 22nd. <laughs> Leave it to Tottenham. Leave it to Tottenham. <laughs> but surprisingly, they also managed to tie Liverpool and even eventual champions, Manchester United. Wow. Very exciting stuff. Their worst loss of the season came to the hands of Newcastle United. 7-1. to one. Ooh, Touchdown. Not very great. Nope. <laughs> Not what you want to see. Just ask Leeds. Oh, man. Swindon Town hit triple digits for goals conceded when they lost 5-0 to Leeds, which is kind of funny. (laughs) And this was the last game of the season. Oh, no! Which is truly, truly horrible. Like to They're they're probably going in that game like, well, at least we didn't give up 100 goals this season. And then they give up five. They give up five. They're sitting on 95 goals conceded, and it's like, all right, let's not concede five here, guys. And then they go and concede five. (laughs) They go and do exactly that. A, a truly, truly miserable season all around. But great for everybody else at the play. Great for everybody else. I'm sure fans had a good time for those moments when they're 
playing well against those other very, teams. Very brief moments. Those very very brief moments. But being in the Premier League, imagine being a lifelong fan and then seeing that team. Yeah, I mean, like it. It's cool. That's a it's cool, cool moment. They almost conceded two point five goals per game. Gosh. They only managed to to keep four clean sheets all season. What was their uh, What was their goal differential? Oh man, that's actually something that I shouldn't. It's not... How many goals like, did they score? Like, were they at least good at scoring goals? So, they scored 47 goals, which isn't great, but it wasn't the worst that season. No. Um, like, Ipswich, Ipswich Town, another, another town. Ipswich. But Ipswich Town, they've actually won the European Championship, so... E- okay, all right. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> When did they win the European Championship? Yeah, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what So Ipswich Town only scored 35 goals that season. Yeesh. Um, Manchester City only scored 38 that season. Um, uh, they scored a lot more goals than a lot of people. Like Aston Villa and Coventry City scored 46 and 43 goals respectively, which is both less than Swindon Town. And those guys finished 10th and 11th place in the mm-hmm. league. Mm-hmm. So they're just... Absolutely atrocious at conceding goals. It was a negative 53 differential, <laughs> if you did that math in your head. Um, so, yeah, not not too good. Not it's, great. It's not what you want. Nope. Definitely not. Um, so th- they ended up winning five games that season. When did it go? Two of which were against QPR. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, second Jeff Campbell. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and they had 15 draws, which was good enough for 30 points. So that's, that's basically what Arsenal did their undefeated season. <laughs> it's just that they're, they had the same amount of draws, and then all their losses were wins. Yes, <laughs> basically. Um, but 30 points is a long ways off the worst Premier League season ever. Which, which was Derby, was Derby. County, right? Yes. Yeah. I remember because you know who was on that team? Benny oh. Failhaber. Oh, my gosh. Benny Failhaber was on that Derby County team that was the worst Premier League team ever. He had one start and ten total appearances. And he, he basically was they were he was considered a massive bust for them. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. He was like yeah. considered it was like 2008. one of the worst players on the worst Premier League team ever. It was 2008. They only managed 11 points. So this, this one in town team... Got 19 more points than the worst team ever. What go they just out? happened to give the most goals Yeah, ever. they were just in the giving spirit. They were just in the giving spirit, and we can respect that. Yeah. Absolutely, we can respect <laughs> that. Um, so, I mean, there were 13 points off of Ipswich, who was 19th Jeez. in the league. So 13. Yikes. So it still was a pretty bleak season. Yeah. Even though they did manage to score... Their leading goal scorer scored like twelve or thirteen times, so he was up there in the Golden Boot race. Um, just, just not in a way that made you happy. At no, all. not at all. <laughs> no, but there's never really much hope for the club no. throughout the entire season. Mm-mm. So currently, Swindon Town are in League One. Who they actually got promotion last year? Nice from League Swindon Two. Town. So I mean, right now they're in the third tier. Of the English Football the League. third tier. Which is their home. Well, they're back to their roots. <laughs> they're back to their roots. They know where they come from. <laughs> so sources for this story are Craig Gurney from When Saturday Comes and Amit 
Katwala from 442. Thank you so yes. much, Drew, for this wonderful story of giving yes. and generosity. Yes, so much generosity from have, Swindon Town FC. That you have brought to us. If you like what you have heard, if you like what we're doing with these 12 Days of Dead Ball, please feel free to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a bunch. Or if you're interested in following the podcast, all of our social media handles are at DeadballPod, Twitter, Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have an email where you can email us stuff like story suggestions or yell at us for getting things wrong, which happens semi-frequently. Yes. That is DeadballPod at gmail.com. And if you're interested in merchandise, we have a Teespring store, the link to which will be in the description below. But until the next day of Deadball, my name is Adam Whitaker-Snavely. And I'm Drew. And we'll see you guys in one day. 